He's from the north. She's from the south. And we want to know what's in your mouth. Oh. Hey there and hello and welcome to In Yo Mouth. I am your Indiana Jones hostess with the mostest Munoz. And sitting next to me is the one, the only, my Laura Croft, my best gal pal, Marie. <laughs> my tits are bigger than hers. Oh, really? Uh, thank you very much. Really? Is, is Laura so. Croft known for having big boobs? Oh my God, yes. In the video game and uh, they in when... Uh, Angelina Jolie was in the movie. They TG, TGI'd it. CGI'd. They TGI'd it. Uh, TGI'd it. it. They TGI'd it. <laughs> they CGI'd her boobs. Oh, really? Yes. So that they were like Bigger. Huge? Yeah, like the video game. Oh, wow. She does have big... Wow. Skinny yeah, Laura. big titties. Wow. Yeah. No hips. No. Nope. No ass. No, nope, that's uh, not me. No, no. Well, I thought it was a compliment. No, it's great. No, I love it. I'll totally take that compliment. Well, I chose those because a very, very specific reason. Why? Um, if y'all haven't heard the news recently, and we're about to get deep in it, um, <laughs> Hurricane Florence has taken the South by storm, mm -hmm. literally. Yeah. Um, no pun intended no there. Pun, well, every pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, Marie and I, decided that we need to start talking about like how to survive if something terrible happens. Yeah, these natural... Because of climate change, some sort of natural disaster. New York City is around the corner, I know, in California. I mean, exactly. But <clears throat> Hurricane Florence uh, has taken 32 people's lives already, 25 in North Carolina, 6 in South Carolina, and 1 in Virginia. 500,000 homes and businesses are without power, mostly in North Carolina, but some in South Carolina. I have friends in Wilmington... Um, that they cannot leave the city. Like, there's so much traffic, there's so much flooding, there's so much, there's, everyone's kind of just in a standstill. They can't do anything. And gas, like, that's the thing that I, because I don't have a car, I don't really think about this. Yeah. But when I was talking to my sister in Durham, she was like, the first thing I need to do is get gas. And I'm like, why? <laughs> but yeah, that makes sense because the gas is, will run out or, um, if there is still gas, that it's like hours, uh, long gas. lines. Yeah, to get yeah. gas, and so I know that they're having problems with that all over yeah. the. But as long as she has milk and bread. But as long but as you have, have the French <laughs> toast. <laughs> <laughs> Fixins. As long yeah. as she has milk and bread, it's fine, <laughs> right? Yeah, we thought it'd actually be. You know, that was the most depressing we're going to get on this podcast well, no. today. Yes. Let's talk about the food. Uh, the survival <laughs> food and the crazy people who eat it. Yeah. Um, Marie, I don't think you know this, but I own an urban survival backpack. Shut up. No way. What? Yeah. A bug out bag? A bug out bag. <laughs> yeah, I own one. What is it? So I built it myself, um, and there's a difference between like suburban uh, survival bags and like urban survival bags oh. because with urban survival bags you need like different things. Like, let's say you have to open up a fire hydrant. That's not something you would do in suburbia, you know. Mm. Uh, so you need like a tool to do that. There's you have like, like a huge wrench in your. No, it's uh, it's this axe that has um, a cutout in it oh. that will open the. 
thing. I forget what they're called. And oh, then it's shit. also pressurized metal. Like, you know, when you get um, that tool for, God forbid, you ever get stuck in your car, it'll oh, yeah. cut the seatbelt and break the window. And it's yeah. just that little piece of metal because it's like pressurized or something. Yeah. That whole axe is that. So, like, if you need to, like, break a window or something oh. to get out. I am not one of those crazies. <laughs> I built it because it was like a homework assignment for someone I know. So, <laughs> well, so what else is in your bug out bag? Oh my God! There's um these things called life straws that um what? yeah you could stick into water like any sort of like water source and it'll clean it for you. What? Yeah, I uh, didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, they uh they hand them out to like third world countries um to like yeah. get, help them get clean water to themselves. Wow. Um, life straws. There's like waterproof matches. There's um. Knives. There's a crank radio. Uh-huh. Um, there's a dehydrated food, and there's also the what thirty two thousand calorie um, army issued bars. Oh yeah, yes. I was looking at those on Amazon. They're right. only seven dollars and ninety eight cents. Yes, right now. and there's uh, and like they'll they'll fill you up and make you poop your brains out. I hear SOS food. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, it's like army issued. If you ever get stuck out. In like the wilderness, without anything, one of those bars is will fill you up for the day. That's all your calories. Oh, my God. yeah, it's insane. It's really, really insane. Um, the only thing I'm missing is a gun. <laughs> well, that's no. in the south. We got that. Yeah, <laughs> that's in there. No, but it, it's true. Like because uh, God forbid, listen, the zombies come. You uh, got, the zombies come. Gonna... Yeah, the zombies come, or uh, God forbid, anything happens and we need to evacuate. They're gonna see. Little little gay Puerto Rican me with this big bag, <laughs> right? And be like, give me that bag. And oh, I'm going to be no. like, no, motherfucker. Blah, 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 blah. Get out of my way. You know? <laughs> well, I have my bow and arrow. So that's oh. all I have in my bug out bag. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Um, it's really insane. I never thought I'd own a bug out bag. But it just through, but so th- through crazy circumstance. Yeah, that you put one together. I put one together. And now I know... A lot about bug- there's walkie talkies in the bug out bag. There's, oh my god, waterproof matches. Did I say that already? Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. There's all sorts of things in there. Well, my old neighbor was an emergency management um, ex- expert. <laughs> okay. For New York City, and so he had a huge uh, first aid bag mm-hmm. um, for for all emergencies, and it took up like. A third of his apartment. <laughs> wow. Because my apartment's small. You know, he's my neighbor. And so he kept it in the corner. And I remember when I first went over there, I was like, what is that bag in the corner? Like, are you going out of town? Because it's this huge duffel bag. And he was like, no, that's that's our um, emergency kit. And wow. so one day I did go through it. And it was like a wool blanket, some uh, dried foods, some a gallon of water. I mean, there was yeah. just a lot of stuff. Random things. In yeah. There. It's, so, it's so crazy to think about, like, um, if number 45 presses the button, right? And how are you going to get out? Oh, God. And, you know, there's um, duct tape and there's like toilet paper and, mm-hmm. and things like camping toilet paper. Because everything, you, you have to realize that when you're building these things, and folks, uh, sidebar, the, the Department of Homeland Security recommends you have a basic emergency supply kit that includes enough food and water for each of your family members for 72 hours. That's one gallon of water per day per person and canned or otherwise non-perishable food for three days. Other supplies on the list include a flashlight, battery-powered or hand-cranked radio, and basic first aid supplies. Mm. You know? I have nothing. I don't even have a fire extinguisher. 
Wow. <laughs> mm. Wow. My my contingency plan is to get to the hotel that we work at. Oh, really? That's my plan. And do what? Hang out with Anne Hathaway. Uh, they're, I- <laughs> <laughs> they're English. They're not going to know what to do. I'm, well, I don't know. They're going to lock those doors safe. and you're going to be like, let me in. And they're going to be like, she's a zombie. I'm, like, I'm an on-call server here. You know? No let way. Me, let me in. They're, they're so. literally going to be like... <laughs> When they see you roll up all muddy. <laughs> the swamp, I'm like, somehow I can commandeer a canoe or a kayak, and then that's how I'll get to... With your bow and arrow? Yeah, with my bow and arrow. Uh-huh. And I'll get there, and yeah. then I'll eat all the yeah. tea sandwiches. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. No, you have to... It's going to suck, because to get out of the city, we're going to have to cross, like, the water. So the, the best way to get out of the city is to, you know, have a big bank of money on you and pay somebody for their oh. boat to get on their boat. Well, I went on a date a couple months ago. And on a boat? On, no, but I my goal is to find a husband with a boat. Um, and this guy said that he uh, had just gotten his captain's license. Oh. And I was like, oh, and like, of course, like the flash of, this is the one, Marie. <laughs> this is, he's here now. Um, didn't hear from him after that date, but he said, I was asking so many questions about it. Cause I, all of a sudden, this is probably why he never called me back, but I started going into like the apocalypse plan and like, I've been looking for a man with a boat because if all shit goes to hell, I need to get out on a boat. And then he was like, well, I mean, I just got my license online. I haven't actually like b- driven a boat. Wow. Wow. That's so like, my boner was killed That's real like quick. me and my minister's license, you know? You I've have ne- a minister's I've, license? I've never married anybody, but I have But you can? Him. Yeah, for like the church of like the holy rectal exam or something. Uh, <laughs> you know? You'd be the best. Be, Dear we beloved, we have gathered <laughs> here today to wed <laughs> Maui. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, other things you need in your... Uh, like bag, you need to start storing water. I have no place to store water yeah. in my apartment, but like you should probably have like water storage, like a couple of gallons in a closet someplace mm-hmm. that you change out. Like, That's what I saw year. on the internet here. There yeah. was one family that has like their whole garage dedicated to their. Oh my god! But what about the man with the who buried the forty-two school buses, <laughs> folks? If you haven't heard about this man, um, there is this man in Canada. I think it is. Um, yeah, it's uh, Horning Mills, Canada. Horning Mills, it's just outside of Toronto, right? <laughs> and he has a nuclear fallout shelter, and it's 10,000 square feet um, of underground bunker. Whoa. 42 school buses that um, the Canadians have shut down um, several times as like, because they call it a hazard. Mm-hmm. But he's like, it's not a hazard. It's called Arc 2. Mm-hmm. And there's like... Um, a women's washroom, a men's washroom, like a day room, storage. There's a reception area. What? Oh. Checking people in, <laughs> you know? There's a playroom. There's a small child bunk room. Isn't that crazy? Could you imagine? I'd love to see it. They I would have, love to see that. They have like conventions there. Oh, really? Yeah, like, he, like um, survivalists, like crazy, like doomsdayists mm-hmm. uh-huh. um, go and they meet there and they have like, conventions of like okay if shit, if goes, shit down, goes down these people are the ones that are gonna yeah 
be the save last. us? No, maybe? they're not concerned about us. Yeah, actually, good point. So, yeah, this is kind of making me really depressed and how underprepared I am. I literally have no I, no plan except to get to that hotel. Well, it's it's expensive. Yeah, to put together a kit. It's expensive. <laughs> I know, and it's the, the, the army book bag alone is like fifty bucks. Oh Jesus! I know that wool blanket that my neighbor bought was like. 150. No, no, you you can't carry it's too heavy to carry yeah, with you. So true. you need one of those um the mylar blankets that they mm. hand to at, you at, at the end of like Oh, a marathon or marathon, something. Marathon, so oh, like genius. to keep you from like mm-hmm. hypothermia mm-hmm. and things like that. Do you put eggs and bread in your bag? No, <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. Do you know why that's a thing? Um, nope. <laughs> Nope. But you always wonder. Isn't that so weird? Everyone's like, get your eggs, your get, mi- uh, get, like, milk, we gotta go to, There's bread. a snowstorm coming. Like, we got to get eggs and bread right now. Yeah, that's always the first to go when you go to the grocery store and something's about and to hit. I mean, yeah, I mean, I eat eggs, but I don't really eat that much well, bread. Well, did you know in the 1950s in Pittsburgh... Uh-oh. Uh-oh, where are we going with <laughs> There this? was a snowstorm. Okay. And, and that was the first to go. Eggs and bread. And so that's why there's always been that saying of like, get all that stuff. And they all also call it like the French toast warning. Oh. And, and real scientists are like, don't get perishable items. You items. need non-perishable yeah. for extreme s- storms and things. But I know when I buy milk, eggs, and bread, it's gone like in an hour. Because <laughs> <laughs> of all that French toast you're yeah. making? But I never see you post French toast on Instagram. Mm, well, wait till the next storm. <laughs> uh, in your pod, in your mouth pod, listeners, mm. please send us all your French toast photos. Yeah. You know, we love, or your survival photos. What do you have? What is, you know what? What couldn't you live without if the, if like, the zombie apocalypse happened <laughs> right now? What oh couldn't you live without? Like, you had to like... All right, I grabbed my bug out bag and the one thing, what would it be? My glasses. Oh, really? I know that sounds so lame, but I do think about this a lot because I am like practically blind. If I don't have my contacts in or my glasses on, I cannot even see past like five feet. That's what happens to too much semen in your eyes. Mm, It's true, folks. All all that masturbation makes you go blind. (laughs) Marie's a true testament. God, stop it. It's like if I'm out in New York City and all of a sudden there's something that happens, I have daily contacts. They're going to last like 10 hours and then I can't. Not with your dirty hands. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to get like right. conjunctivitis. So then I'm going to be that blind. Gr- I'm going to go first. Like because I will accidentally walk into a hole in the ground or something or I won't be able to see, you know, uh, the Full mass mob of people oh coming and killing. Well, this is terrible, <laughs> but you know what you can do? You can put on a big pair of sunglasses uh-huh. and just walk out around with your hands in front of you, and then people will take sympathy on you, thinking you're disabled. Oh. And then that's how you get out. Okay. Actually, that's not a bad you, idea. You'd be Dude, a douchebag for doing it, for faking, <laughs> faking I would, blindness. I wouldn't be faking it, though. All right, but you wouldn't be like you're not. I mean, I wouldn't be legally blind. Yeah, without my glasses, I am. Uh, Where's I want to? I want to see the note from the courts that you're legally blind. Show me the notes. (laughs) 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 I want to see the documents. 
please. Okay, I, I want to find it. Where's Lola? You're seeing eye dog. <laughs> oh my god, it's Olive the the, the, the terror cat, the seeing eye cat. Yeah. Oh my god, guys. Well, folks, <laughs> we would love to know what you have to like. Have you prepared? Have you not prepared? Um, After listening to this pod, <laughs> yeah, yeah, are you I going mean, to get prepared? Are you going to get prepared? Mm-hmm. I mean, stock up on all the canned foods, right? Mm-hmm. Canned meats, canned. It's all veggies. canned, right? It's all canned because it lasts forever, like, right? You know, spam would probably spam be would the be, best one. Yes, spam. Mm. That'd be gone so quick. <laughs> oh my God, you know what I couldn't live without? Huh. I'd take my bug out bag and I'd strap my dildo to it. Oh my God! <laughs> Stop it. It's the, you know, look for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Oh, my God. I can see, like, the emergency boat coming and be like, everybody get in. And you're like, wait a second. I got to go back. What for, Michael? Leave it. Leave it. My dildo. (laughs) It also doubles as a flare gun. (laughs) Oh, my God. Now we're talking. That's right. We should patent that shit. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. How many explosions up your... Would that be? Wait, have you and your mom ever talked about, like, what you would do? Oh, I didn't know where you were going Sorry, with that. Sorry, I know that's have such you, uh, a weird... <laughs> dildos and dildos. my mother are not things that should go your in the face. same... Sentence. I'm sorry, your face was like, what the fuck? No, because no. my parents are in Tennessee, and so like we we joke, I don't know, we talk about like, do we meet in Tennessee, or, you know, how do we do this? She has the car. She has the car, so oh. she'd have to drive. I would tell her to drive across the bridge to Jersey and keep and then, going, and like, we'll just meet. Oh, yeah, because she's down, yeah. she's by the bridge anyway, yes, in Bay we'll Ridge. Meet, yeah, so there's no... There's no me getting to her. Like, we'd have to go like a crazy roundabout. And where's your brother? Uh, In Ridgewood with the kids. Yeah. Right? Hmm. And they're a little high maintenance. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if the. My brother may be the one to survive. (laughs) You know? I think if I had a family, for sure, I'd have a my my bug out bag yeah. prepped and ready. Right, you know. But just little along. old me, I don't care. Give me my pot, and I'm ready to go. That's right. <laughs> Marie was sitting on the roof, just smoking, smoking all the sm- all the smokes, smoking all the smokes, <laughs> and inhaling all the nuclear gas. <laughs> that's it. Well, that that's a great segue into food news update taco bell voted america's best mexican restaurant for 2018 wait a minute the world is (laughs) over we're all gonna die oh my god (laughs) get out your survival gear yeah because we're going down we are going down what how is taco bell the best Mexican restaurant. Welcome to America. No, Taco <laughs> Bell isn't even Mexican. I know, but according to Harris Insights and Analytics, after surveying 77,000 people covering 3,000 brands, Harris this year determined that Taco Bell is America's best Mexican restaurant. Oh, my God. That is terrible. Is it even a restaurant? Can you call it a restaurant? It's the fourth largest food chain in the United yeah, States. Yeah, but there's no table service. That's a good point. It's like a how it's, what would it's like just a, a walk in. Yeah. yeah, it's a walk up counter. Like, does that what? No. I don't know. It's so sad. No, I mean, listen. <laughs> along with the canned goods, 
Taco Bell will still be there. That's break, actually very true. Break into a Taco Bell if anything goes down, because <laughs> all that meat and that sour cream, that delicious sour cream, that'll all still be there. It'll be there centuries to come. I think the Taco Bell in Chernobyl is the only thing still open. God, Michael, that's so funny. I mean, yeah, that's well, well, anyway, we're making America great again, <laughs> one fast food chain at a time. French researchers finally invent champagne bottle that will work in space. Champagne in space? Champagne in space. Now I want to go. Hello. <laughs> if the world ends and we got to go up into like the atmosphere, uh huh. We'll have champagne. Oh, welcome to space. Listen, this article from Grub Street is incredible. One small step for man, one giant leap for people who want to get drunk in space. (laughs) (laughs) My God. They're talking about us. I know. So, Mum Champagne revealed what is arguably the greatest advancement in the wine industry and space technology. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> it's this bottle that keeps the champagne in the bottle. And it's released by a finger-controlled valve using the wine's carbonation. So it comes out like a foam and then turns into liquid in your mouth. Get that in your mouth? Get that in your mouth. Wow. It's kind of like S and a D. It comes out one way and then it turns into something else. Oh, ow. My God, just <laughs> <baby>. <laughs> Maybe the cat's drunk. Go away, Olive. We're um, talking about champagne in space. You're never going to have some. <laughs> so it's like um, dining at a molecular gastronomy restaurant, <laughs> you know, up in space. Wow. You know, isn't that great? That is very cool. It can Way be, to go, science. Yeah, and mom, Napa, <laughs> thanks for that. Yeah. It can be scooped out of the air using a small glass. How fancy. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Shouldn't you be worried about, like, the space stations? And, yeah, like, well, shouldn't you be doing something else and not Sputnik, drinking on the job? Sputnik 9, or <laughs> does that even still exist? Or shouldn't we be looking for, like, Martians? or? Yeah, and not drinking. Well, you know what? Is no. Martians P- are Martians PC? Can we say Martians? <laughs> Probably not. Is that like saying like the N word? Mm, like mm, I, I don't know. No. Let's put it out there. Any Martians listening? <laughs> if you're listening, write in. Write in, and if we've offended you, we're sorry. We're so sorry. We will uh, not. We'll call you people from Mars. People. People from people. Alien. Aliens people, might not alien, be PC yeah. either. POAs. People of another. But are they people? Oh, wow! People who need people. <laughs> Man accused of embezzling $1.5 million worth of lobsters in most New England crime ever. How do you embezzle $1.5 million worth of lobster? And then what do you do with all that lobster once you've embezzled them? You fucking sell it. Those are. Get it. If you have $1.5. Million, million dollars, dollars worth of how many lobsters is that? About like twenty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's about you know that's about like okay like thirty lobster rolls. I could I could eat that. I think I think that's the sexiest thing a mobster could do th- these days. You know, embezzle lobster. I don't want money anymore. No, give me lobster. Give me lobster. Give baby. me sea roaches. Give me sea roaches. 
The Portland Press Herald reports that Matthew Bella Rose, a longtime employee and part owner of Maine Lobster Wholesale Sea Salt, allegedly created an account for a fake customer who bought thousands of dollars worth of lobsters without ever actually paying for any of them. Wow. He didn't eat all the lobsters. That would be amazing if he just was eating all <laughs> thousands yeah. and thousands. Because he was like lobster obsessed. Yeah. I just got, I got to get all the lobsters. Uh, but instead, he resold them. And oh. his partners claimed that they lost somewhere in the neighborhood of $1.5 to $2 million. Wow, that's insane. Yeah. And he, this is what I love. Grub Street just ended this article by saying uh, he reportedly admitted to his crimes and apologized via text. <laughs> <laughs> That's like that Sex in the City episode where she gets yeah. broken up with. Oh, I've seen a fourth Sex in the City what? episode. Yeah, she gets broken up with by Post-it. I just remembered. Oh, that's one of the best right? episodes. Yeah. Um, how funny. Mm-hmm. All right, well, send us some lobster. Yeah, motherfucker. <gasps> is Oprah's new frozen pizza any good? <gasps> yes, I bet it is. Uh, you get a pizza and you get a pizza, but it's low cal and cauliflower crusted and tasteless. No, according, it's not tasteless. Is according it? to Grub Street Taste Test. Oh no. They hated it. Really? So yeah, um, in the latest <laughs> chapter of Oprah's Healthy Lifestyle Saga, um, her year old line of frozen fruits through Kraft, Kraft Heinz, known as Oh, that's good. <laughs> So the the <laughs> olive is being so distracting. She's right scared now. the world is coming to an end. I know. Um, but the newest line of foods that Oprah's put out is a line of pizza made with cauliflower crust. Mm-hmm. It's comfort food that loves you back. So compared to other frozen pizza brands like DiGiorno or Red Baron, the prep time for O is a little less than an hour. So you'll get... a. A frozen pizza in less than an hour, oh. which is like a selling point. Great. Um, the pizza is supposed to be like healthier than regular pizza and has taglines with no artificial flavors, dyes, or preservatives. Real nutritious and delicious. So delicious, you won't taste the difference. Mm. And according to Grub Street, you do taste the difference. Really? And they said it's lack of seasoning is terrible. Mm. Well, but that's the thing with frozen pizzas. I love to put all the salt, all the pepper, all the olive oil, all the red chili flakes, then douse it with hot sauce. Yeah. Then it tastes delicious. That's that's how you do it. Mm -hmm. And apparently it's not so healthy for you. Oh, no. See? Like the uncured pepperoni pizza, which comes in at 330 calories and 740 milligrams of sodium per slice. Meanwhile, red... Per slice. Per slice. Meanwhile, Red Baron comes in at 300 calories and 665 milligrams of sodium. Give me the Red Baron. Mm-hmm. Then. That's how they get you. I was obsessed with Trader Joe's cauliflower pizza, mm-hmm. um, and I was eating them. Oh, just I, love, like, I love Trader Joe's I cauliflower pizza. Yes, but it is, it's really bad for you. I put in the points finally for Weight Watchers. And oh, it's, it's, like, a, it's four points per, it's 10 points for the whole thing. I just mm-hmm. did it the other day. The, yeah, th- on the new freestyle program. Oh, mine was 20 points. No, no. It was no. like all my points for this no, fucking... No, it's 10 points for the whole thing. Oh. Yeah. I did it, I did it with our Weight Watchers Oh, guru. so she she eats those? Huh? She has one in her freezer, but since I've been eating one, <laughs> eating them constantly uh-huh. with the uh, Trader Joe's uh, vegan cheese. Thank you, Adam Sink. Um, oh, no, I'm talking about Trader Joe's has just like a full-on prepared... 
Oh, I'm talking about just the pizza the crust. crust. Yeah, the crust is great if you make your own. Yes. You do the vegan cheese, though? I yeah, that mm-hmm. almond vegan cheese is one point per fourth a cup. Oh, and it's shit. tasty. Yeah, you can eat a shit ton of it for nothing. Wow. I wouldn't eat it raw. Like, you know, like you know, like when you get shredded cheese and you're putting it on something and then you take like a big scoop of tr- shredded yeah. cheese and shove it in your mouth and half of it goes on the floor? Yeah. I wouldn't do that. Don't with, do that with that fake with that vegan cheese. cheese. But it's good for what it is. Nut cheese. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nut cheese. Oh, wow. And with that, it's the end of Food <laughs> News Update. <laughs> wow. Wow, to... we got there. We yeah. went there and we're back. And we're back. And from we're back on dry land. <laughs> <laughs> all wet. All, all wet. But alive. Yes. Mm. Oh, my God. But alive. Unlike, do you remember playing the Oregon Trail? Or the, the Oregon. Oregon. Yes, the I Oregon. remember the Oregon Trail. Re- remember <laughs> when you and I, <laughs> Goody Proctor, <laughs> and I were on the, the covered wagon, I've and, been <laughs> and we had to survive. That's yes. what this episode made me think of when you proposed it to me. I was like, the Oregon Trail. Oh, yeah. I yes. love that. <laughs> and so the ways, do you remember the ways we used to die on the Oregon Trail? Did you ever play? Oh, my God. Yes. I was obsessed with it. Yeah. I love the sound. I love the hunting. In, in the computer class. The yeah. We were supposed to be doing like DOS code. Right. <laughs> and I was playing Oregon Trail. Yeah. It's like Rachel has died of syphilis. Yes. <laughs> uh, top 10 ways to die on the Oregon Trail. Oh, you were doing this. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Number 10, broken arm. Number nine, broken leg. Number eight, exhaustion. Number seven, cholera. Yay! Yay, That's the disease that comes shooting out from both ends. Can you imagine? Thank God nobody dies of that anymore. Does anybody die of cholera anymore? Mm, I'm sure somebody does. Typhoid Mm. is number six. Mm -hmm. Snake bite. I love that snake bite is number five, but number six and seven are typhoid and cholera. How does a snake bite end up higher rank. I had a guy get, he got bit by a snake on his penis and I had to suck it to get the venom out. Oh, yeah? Or that's what he told me. (laughs) (laughs) I never liked you. (laughs) Number four is fever. Number three is drowning. Number two is the measles. And number one is dysentery. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Well, we've really come come. Far from yeah. the Oregon Trail times to 2018. Where we're building bug out bags with fancy water purification straws mm-hmm. and, and we are crank our, radios and, and no one's... cities and, and states are being flooded and our president is not even... Still has not acknowledged uh, climate change. And, but and still doesn't think... Um, Puerto people, Rico, yeah. People are dead in Puerto Rico. Yeah, yeah. Everything's you know? great, you guys. Yeah. I think that we turned, you know... I mean, of course, we're not we're not trying to make light of what has happened in the Carolinas, but we just really want to encourage people to think about this and and plan for the future because it's important. It is very important, and uh, and they are saying that it's going to just get worse. Yeah, I mean, I lucked out by like yeah, having having a task where like I yeah. inherited a, a very I built, nice yeah. yeah I built because it, it ain't cheap one. like you said. No, there it is. 
There is nothing cheap mm. about it. I should tell my dad for Christmas I want a bug out bag because I think that's something that he would have fun like building. putting together. Yeah, yeah, maybe I'll tell him that. Yeah, you need like rope and you need like a pon- like an army grade poncho. So that because those army grade ponchos act, they have grommets in them, so oh, you can tie okay. it and create shelter. So it's two in one. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Things, things you learn. You gotta get on this. You know, like I got like a solar panel like. Uh, what charger How thing? How much is this thing? You should just sell it and pay your rent for three months. Oh, I probably could. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh my god! I was also looking at people who survived like crazy situations. Like, do you remember when that uh, Uruguayan rugby team crashed into the Andes Mountains uh-huh. and then they had to eat each other to survive? You know, and they like had to like march for like ten days until like How through the did Andes. They eat? Huh? Who all did they eat? The dead people on the plane. Oh, they They're did. dead, like, teammates. Friends, yeah. Yeah. I, you could eat me uh, if you had to. I mean, talk about some sushi. <laughs> <laughs> or sashimi. Sashimi. <laughs> there we go. But <laughs> No, I just, I just, like, fell into a hole of, like, crazy survival stories. Like, mm-hmm. An American trapper. An American trapper. He was captured by Blackfeet Indians in 1808. After stripping him naked and telling him to run, Coulter realized that he was the object of a human hunt. He managed to elude and even kill some of his pursuers by making his way towards Fort Raymond, nearly 200 miles away. Could you be? Could you imagine mm. being hunted by fe- fellow humans? Every time I go to Chelsea or the meatpacking uh, district, right? <laughs> I feel like all I'm those women. Hunting. All those women. No, all those men in the clubs there. Not that I go to clubs in the meatpacking district, but I, I have was like, a couple times. Fancy. No, a couple well, times. Or what about that guy who they made the movie uh, about where he had to like cut off his arm? I wonder what he ate. His arm. <laughs> yeah, like you know, he had to cut because to free himself from yeah, like yeah, the boulder. Yeah, Twenty-seven hours. Yeah. yeah. Like, did he eat his fingers? I, I don't know. I do not know. I don't know. Mm. There's a really funny one that I'm trying to find. Oh. Um, the whale ship Essex crew. This one was real. So after being rammed and sunk by a sperm whale, the 21 sailors from Essex were set adrift. Resorting to cannibalism and drinking urine, they eventually made it to a deserted island with few resources. They separated to find help and some returned to the ocean in their boats. Only eight survived. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. When's the last time you've been rammed by a sperm whale? Uh, hopefully this weekend. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Only us could, only you and I could turn cannibalism <laughs> and, and water no, sports and wa- into, <laughs> a, into something sexual. Oh, my God. Well, you, you know, know. It always comes back to cannibalism. It, it does. Eat a dick. Eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> if you learn anything from this podcast, the way to survive is eat, eat a, a dick. dick. <laughs> That may have to be that may have to be the title of this episode. <laughs> and on that note, I think it's time to say goodbye. And we want to thank you for listening to In Yo Math. Eat a dick. <laughs>